Hey friends, it's time for summer shorts. That's right. Usually this podcast is about 20, 30 minutes, maybe an hour when I have a guest, but today and for the next several weeks while y'all are on vacation, while you just happen to be checking in or not checking in at all, um, I'm going to just share some insights about a lot of different things. Some of them will be culture related. Some of them will just be, uh, points of inspiration for you, something that you can listen to real quick, uh, get a dose of some inspiration and continue on with your day and continue on with becoming a better human being when it comes to navigating cross-cultural. So um, I hope you're excited about this. I am. And uh, let's get ready to go. Welcome to Culture Coach, a podcast with me, Nikki Lerner, helping you to engage in a proactive movement towards unity and understanding as it relates to culture and come from. Thanks for joining me today. You ready to go? Let's get started. Hey, thanks again so much for listening. You know, I wanted to create a space each week where you and I can learn about different cultures and come froms in a safe, non-threatening, non-embarrassing environment. I hope you enjoy this podcast. For more creative resources and ideas, you can engage with me at NikkiLearner.com. Here's the deal. You got to make room. <laughs> you got to make room. You got to make room for diversity. You got to make room. You got to have intention to see the change that you long to make. I often tell my clients that you will, as an organization, or even as in your personal life, you will never trip and fall into healthy, thriving, diverse, uh, multicultural work life, community life, uh, faith community life. You will never just trip and fall into those things. You may trip and fall into, uh, you know, a group full of a, a bunch of different kinds of people, but you will never trip and fall, which means you will never just randomly find yourself in a space where, you know, the, 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 all cultures or as many different cultures as possible, just show up, just thriving in your environment. It takes leadership. It takes intention. You gotta make room. You got to make room for diversity, which means, you know, making room takes intention. I think about people, I, mean, I don't have any kids on my own, but I think about people who are preparing for the arrival of their baby, right? And those of you that have children probably have gone through this and remember this, right? You and your partner were, were living life one way. You, you either decided or you found out that you were going to have a child. And once it started to get really close <laughs> to that child coming, or even once you just knew that you were going to have a child or that a child was coming, you know, you may have, <laughs> you know, if you're the one who's pregnant, you may have started to eat better. 
you may have, you know, started to stop your alcohol consumption, or I think it was it salmon or fish or something like that. You may have stopped eating so much of whatever's going to cause mercury poisoning or whatever, right? You may have stopped that. You may have now taken a room in your house that used to be the man cave or used to be your office. And now you're turning it into a nursery. You're buying new things. You're spending new money. That all takes intention because you are making room. You are making room for a new human being coming into your space. And it's about to change everything. <laughs> and you're doing it because you want to do it. You got to make room. You got to make room for your baby. And you got to make room for diversity. It takes intention. Trust me on this. Your teams must be diverse. It doesn't happen naturally. Make sure that you are structuring and restructuring for diversity. You know, people crave authenticity. Uh, this is especially true these days in business and organizational life. And I feel as though, you know, we're coming into a time where people want to bring their humanity back to work. And it's uncomfortable, <laughs> particularly for those of you that are leaders and owners of organizations and companies, right? Like, it's uncomfortable because up until this point, we, I think overall, particularly in American culture, we have so, um, so said, like, you know, leave who you are at home, you know, leave your problems at home and just come in and focus on the work. And that's worked for us up until this point. Well, for some of us, it's worked for us. And now with everything that's going on in the world and what's happening socially in the United States and what's happening cross-culturally, I believe we are turning, returning back to a point where people want to integrate who they are as people with the work that they produce. And we have to make room for that. I know it's uncomfortable, but we have to make room for that. People crave authenticity. They crave what's real. They crave human. You know, there are uh, blogs and podcasts, here we go, right? And YouTube videos and all kinds of things that are devoted to this entire subject. You know, we pursue authenticity as leaders and we require it of those that, that we lead, right? Like those of us in our, our organizations, our businesses, faith communities, we require authenticity, right? But all too often, it seems as though that an essential piece is missing from our team building, our policy making, our, our hiring within our organizations. You know, this, this, uh, this truth became glaringly obvious during a workshop that I was teaching with a colleague uh, at a conference. And uh, the, the, the focus of the workshop was around building and sustaining healthy multicultural teams. Um, so this room was filled with, I don't know, about 40 people or so who were, they were either uh, leading in multicultural organizations or they wanted to lead uh, in multicultural organizations um, because they had historically been monocultural. And we began with a simple question and we said, how many of you in this room would say that 
the organization where you lead is truly multicultural. And about 90% of the people in that room raised their hands high. And we were like, wow, this is awesome. The next question was this, how many of you in the room would say that this diversity is represented everywhere in your organization, particularly at the highest levels of leadership? About 10% of the people in the room raised their hands. Why is this? I mean, can an, an organization communicate authenticity if the, the policies and the leadership structures, everything that makes that thing the thing, is not culturally diverse? How can you say in your policies or in your statements that you value and champion diversity and you know diverse workplace diverse expression and yet the decision makers at the highest levels of your organizations don't reflect that desire and maybe there's not even a plan in place right now to make that happen here's something you need to know Unicultural teams of any kind in an organization that longs to be multicultural will in time undermine the greater vision of that organization. Let me say that again. Unicultural, monocultural teams of any kind within an organization that, that has a vision and a longing to be diverse it will in time undermine the greater vision of that, of that organization. You know, one of the things I love about leading uh, multicultural teams, leading a multicultural organization is that uh, it is impossible to do it alone. You know, a friend of mine, my colleague Josh says that no one person can be diverse in himself or herself or themselves. The bottom line is, is that we need each other and it is imperative that in our organizations, in our businesses, in our faith communities, that we build teams that are culturally diverse. I mean, we need to consider things such as gender and age and language and race. Consider hearing and deaf populations as well. You got to make room. If you're going to be a multicultural leader or a person uh, in community, you must develop the skill of learning to be inclusive as, of as many different types of people as possible. Learn how to relate to different people yourself. I, I mean, you can also help diverse people relate to one another. You got to make room. You got to have intention to go and build teams of people in every area of the organization that can become multicultural leaders for your organization. So here are a couple of strategies for you to think about. These are tested, they are proven strategies that can ensure that you will always have a heart, if you will, to engage people and the tools to diversify your teams. Number one, you got to go get them. 
like I said, you got to make room, go and build diverse teams of people. Ask yourself the question, how could this pool of people get more diverse? Where can we find a more diverse group of people? It seems like a very simple uh, question to, to ask, but a lot of times um, it's a question that we're not willing to ask because we're used to just doing things the way that we've always done them. The second thing is redefine the qualifications. Look through all of your documents that have qualifications and go through and find out if there's anything in there that could be simpler. Is there anything in there that could be removed to actually make it easier, not harder, for a diverse group of people to be part of your organization? Go and redefine the qualifications. Make sure that the qualifications you have written down on paper are not just you know things you stole from another company or stole from another organization or stole from another church down the street. Make sure that, that, that you are creating and coming up with what those qualifications are. And third, hold loosely to your structure and your processes. Remember what I said, you have to be willing to change your structure and your style of operating based on who you want and who you got in your organization. You as a leader or your leaders need to determine what is needed for diverse work culture and life. You got to make room. There's no way around it. You got to make room. You got to have intention as a leader or somebody on a team or somebody that has any kind of agency, no matter where you are, you got to make room for diverse culture. You're not going to trip and fall into it. It takes intention and practice, compounding practice every single day day. I'm cheering loudly for you. Hey, thanks so much for making the time to listen. If you like the insight today, tell your friends and be part of the newsletter at NikkiLearner.com. Remember, it takes that first decision to realize your vision for a more generous, multicultural life. I'll see you next week.